What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another installment, another episode of the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. Episode one. Oh, shit. I didn't. I, I, listen here. Listen, don't don't shoot me. Okay, because I, I didn't even. 158. We're on 158. <laughs> listen, man. It's it's been first of all it's been a great day right it's been a great day um, <clears throat> but uh, listen these the way I be working it, it just these episodes we run together man I, I keep telling y'all this every week because every week they really do like listen you sit here and <laughs> you have over two hundred plus episodes that you have to remember on a daily not not even on a daily because I. I kid y'all not. I don't even. I don't even remember half the episodes that I've recorded. Not even. Like if you if you go if I go back to probably like episode fifty, which maybe was like two years ago, right in twenty nineteen when I was still in the dorm. Oh man, like shit. I don't know what the hell I said. I said some wild shit back then. I don't know. You know, <laughs> like I was talking just as I'm talking now. Like I'm I'm wild. You know. But it is what it is. But anyway, anyway, hi, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody listening to me out there um, in podcast land. You feel what I'm saying? Um, Listen, I appreciate y'all for coming in wherever you are, being here in the United States of America or being across the seas. We love you and we thank you for tuning into the Opinionated Brother. Uh, Please subscribe uh, to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts from. That may be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio. Um, SoundCloud, anywhere that you listen to podcasts from, please subscribe to our podcast and support us and review us as well. Um, listen, man, I have not seen, I always say seen cause I'm like, I feel like I see y'all, <laughs> but I haven't like, you know, I haven't talked to y'all in a while. You know, we, 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 we have a lot to get into today. You know, I'm going to recap my birthday. Of course, that's the first thing on the docket. Um, I'm going to recap my birthday. We're going to talk, um, we're going to talk uh, Chloe Bailey versus the Instagram world. We're going to talk a little Uzi. We're going to talk about Black History Month. Uh, my MVPs of the week, of course, of the week this week, of course, of course, of course, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And no, it's not just because your boy is from and born in Florida. You feel what I'm saying? Um, my clowns of the week, because I have two. All right. One is more funny and then one is more of a funny tragic right <laughs> like is 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 weird i'll get into it um the opinion topic of the week we're going to talk about um i'm really going to get a little you know how i, I get personal right I, I definitely go into personal things so today we're going to get a little personal um I, i've been if you if you really been in tune with the podcast you know that i've been really really um fighting depression Right. Um, if I haven't said it before, um, I want to really get into my fight with it. It is literally over the past few months been a fight, you know, and um, I, I don't go down without, you know, without swinging, you know what I'm saying, without a fight. So uh, we're definitely going to talk about my fight with depression. And I have to let people know depression is real. If you don't think it's not a thing, whether that be clinical or non-clinical, it's real and so many factors played into me having the amount of depression right because i really want to talk about the amount right the 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 level of depression of where i was you understand what i'm saying so we're definitely going to get into that um so let's get into the show uh before we get into the mvps and the clowns i want to recap my birthday uh because of course i didn't come and 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 speak to y'all on my birthday week because it was my birthday week damn it your boy turned 27 um uh, my girlfriend uh, took me to, uh, well, spoiled me to New Jersey. Uh, we drove uh, from New York to New Jersey. Now, the weather was crazy, right? Uh, mind you, the weather was kind of nuts, okay? Uh, going into Jersey, uh, the way that we did, the weather was like an on and off switch. It was like, it was literally like a light switch. Like, it was like, it'd be clearer for maybe, and, and it was only like a two-hour drive from you know, Harlem to Atlantic City. So it was like, you know, it's right there, you know. So 
uh, we drove, and like I said, it was like a light switch. Like the weather was like a light switch. It'd be like snowy, and I mean mass snowy, right? Like I think everywhere at that time it was it was a winter weather advisory. You left on a Sunday, and uh, we were planning in the Airbnb that we we had, which had a beautiful view of the water in Atlantic City. We were planning on come back Tuesday, so uh, on Sunday, on that Sunday, the weather was kind of kind of crazy, right? And so, you know, we get into Atlantic City, it's kind of rainy and everything like that, but it's no snow, right? Um, more north of Atlantic City, it was it was snowing, but the, you know, Atlantic, uh, more, I'm, I'm sorry, more north of Jersey, it was more, um, um, you know, snowier, right? So getting into the northern part of Jersey, Atlantic City and everything, um, you know, it was more rain. Right, a lot of rain, of course, and 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 we had a Airbnb by the boardwalk, right? So um, it was like I said, the view was amazing. It was beautiful, even when you see the rain. Like nobody was on the boardwalk, of course, right? Um, but there were I seen a few people on the beach. You know, it's not like you know it wasn't nobody on the boardwalk. It was a few people, uh, but to say like the boardwalk was the boardwalk when. I went for the first time in 2019 or or the first time in 2016. Nah. Like, I remember when me and my boys went. The boardwalk was filled. You know, we went to Hooters. We we did the casino. We did everything. This time, it was none of that. But I needed that, right? I needed a very, very chill birthday, very chill weekend. And it was, it was, it was, it was great. You know what I'm saying? We, um, our, our room had a jacuzzi tub. Uh, it low-key had, like, a mirror between the actual room and the bathroom, so you can actually see in the bathroom from, like, the, the bedroom, living room, kitchen area, right? So, low-key, you can see your partner naked while they're taking a shower, unless you pull the, the shafters down, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it was you know, so, um, uh, so, in a sense, like, it, it was really fun, um. They got sick, right? She 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 ended up getting sick, and um, no coronavirus, of course. But she had like a head cold, and she was so mad because she was like, "I I, I can't believe I'm sick right now. I hate it." I'm like, and and I was taking care of her, right? And she did not like me taking care of her on my birthday. I'm like, "Yo, I'm in Jersey. I'm chilling." I I worried like ain't shit to do. It's COVID. Like what the fuck we gonna do? What the hell we what are we going to do? You know, uh, like I was good just doing the basic shit that I love to do, right? Chill, roll up, kick it. Like that's it. Like I'm I'm cool. I didn't we like we 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 didn't even buy drinks. That's how chill I was, right? Like I didn't even feel like drinking. I didn't drink at all. Like, I, I I just rolled up my my Mary Jane and just chilled. You feel me? Like, it was it was probably one of the chillest and best birthdays that I've had. To just relax, you know, be in the bed and not have to go nowhere. Like, think about that. Like, sometimes we take that shit for granted. And so I'm just like, yo, I'm in this bed. I'm playing my, I'm playing the Switch, right? Her switch, but my switch, right? <laughs> but you know, I got a tackle Titan on the switch. I got one piece on. It. I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a kid right now. I'm a 27 year old kid. I'm good. Like we ain't gotta go nowhere. I'm chilling. So um, her mom was like, you know, y'all just be careful. The weather is really, really bad here in New York. And it got really crazy. Um, come to find out because. Uh, the Tuesday that we were supposed to leave, right, or the Monday, that night before the day we were supposed to leave, um, we were looking to book another stay at the hotel. We couldn't do it at the Airbnb because somebody already, you know, booked for another day, booked for the week. So um, we were like, okay, well, the Caesars is like right, you know, a few blocks down. We can just get get a room at the Caesars because the weather was terrible and what we did not want to do is drive in heavy rain and then go immediately from heavy rain to crazy ass snow in new york we would have been in a ditch somewhere 
right? We would have been slid off the road somewhere because of the heavy rain on the tires. And then with the slickness of the ice and it's, it's cold outside, right? Slickness of the ice and the snow and sleet or whatever that was coming down um, here, uh, here in New York. It was just like, nah, we're not going to risk that. So we low-key ended up booking the wrong reservation. We ended up booking it for Wednesday to Thursday instead of Tuesday to Wednesday, right? Yo, that we tried everything in the book to get this reservation. Like, we didn't want to cancel it. We just wanted to shift it over. Nobody wanted to work with us. So it was just like, all right, all right. So we, we literally had to, you know, book another another day, right? And as much as we wanted to go home on a Tuesday, we because we really did. We was like, all right, we're over Jersey because she's been to Jersey. I've been to Jersey. Well, actually, the last time I've been to Jersey was staying in Jersey the last time I was in New York, right? We stayed in Jersey. I'm sorry. So that wasn't the, that was actually the third time I've been to Jersey. So literally it was just like okay we kind of know about jersey jersey closes early as fuck like you know what i'm saying like jersey's like jersey's like a bigger grand rapids to me it closes more cultured of course but it closes way like too early like everything close like the 7-eleven up the block closed at eight i was like at eight so everything, every, the only thing that was open was the golf gas station. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we stayed at the Caesars from like Tuesday to Thursday, which was cool, you know. Um, we had like a casino date night in which Bay will never gamble again. We only gambled like maybe 40, 50 bucks. She was like, uh-uh, I don't like this. She was she was not having it. Uh, but it was it was really cute. Um, but no, it was it was it was a really really dope chill birthday week. Um, got back to New York and just you know got back to the the, the 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 life and shit like that. So now we're here, we're back. I miss you guys. You know what I'm saying? And it's even though because I really didn't keep up with shit during my birthday. It's my birthday. I'm not keeping up with you guys. <laughs> I'm not keeping up with you niggas. Um, it's not happening. So, but I was kind of keeping up with the keeping up, you know what I'm saying? See what was going on and shit. Um, so, <laughs> I want to go into our clowns of the week first, right? Okay, now why did I say that one was hilarious and then one was tragically funny, right? Okay, so, and I'm going to hashtag her the Gorilla Glue Girl. Right, because at this point, that's what you are to me. I don't know your name, but you are the Gorilla Glue Girl, right? Gorilla Glue Girl. So there's a video surfacing going viral, literally going viral. Like you know, you know when people say they're going viral. No, this video really has gone fucking viral. You understand what I'm saying? Because this black woman with these crazy ass, I ain't never seen, I mean, I probably seen, you know, her her eyelashes look like, um, damn, uh, the girl with the, from, from the Nickelodeon show with the yellow hair, she was skinny and she had them four big ass Towers of pigtails on her hair. Y'all know what the hell I'm talking about. I know it ain't Angelica from Rugrats. It's somebody else. I think it's from Recess. I think she's from Recess. But yeah, her eyebrows look like that. Like, they just so stiff. They was just like one, two, three, four, stiff. You know, they was all just... And so, and so that's what got me at first. So I'm looking at the video and shit. And I'm looking and she's like, you know, she playing with her hair and shit. She's like, listen, you know, I, I used... I usually use the doctor whatever spray. And then she pulls out the Gorilla Glue spray. Now, my head went the fuck back. I said, hold hold up. She said, stiff wear. This shit ain't coming off. I said, sweetheart. And and this is why maybe I'll be like, okay. Okay. Okay, 
Is this doing it for the gram? Or are you really stupid? Right? Are you really not there in the head? I don't really want to say stupid. But are you really not there in the head? Because ain't no way in God's green earth and hell down below that I'm about to sit here and put any type of glue, any, hear me, any type of glue on my body. Now, we can go back as far as kindergarten days and shit like that and say, yes, some of us ate glue. And if you're looking at the, and if you're listening to me right now, talking about, I ain't no, you a culprit. <laughs> you know, you dabbed a little on your head and you was, you was a little uh, 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 glue curious. You knew what you wanted. Uh, you, uh-huh. I did it too. I did it too. Everybody did it. Fuck out of here. Right? But we didn't, we went that far. That was it. That was it. Now, when we saw people really eating glue, like we we eating, you know, the Smuckers, P, uh, PB&J with no crust, nigga, we was looking at you like, okay, my nigga, hold up. Are you eating at home? You feel me? Like for real? Like let's 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 talk about it. So the fact that you took the Gorilla Glue spray, like I'm still kind of flabbergasted. <laughs> Yo, she took the spray, y'all, and that bitch is matted down. Like it's not moving. She said, "I hadn't had this shit in for months." For like two, three months now. And I'm like, what? And you haven't. You know, sometimes my people, my black people, my people, my people get on my damn nerves. Like, it's just. Oh, my God. And then, and then, and then what was the funniest part about it? The the, the funniest part about this shit was then she takes some fucking shampoo. I don't know what the hell she put on her then, and then tries to get it out. Sweet, sweet, you gorilla. You know it, and it would be a tragedy. It would be a tragedy if her scalp. Oh my god, my god! I don't even want to think about it. But my god, my god. Ah, that's not funny, but my God, my God today. Like, come on, bruh. How do you, how do you, you don't read the bottom? It's a big ass, it's a big ass gorilla. Or, first of all, it's my favorite color of the can. It's literally an orange ass can. This is not a black can. This is not a, this is not a, Black gorilla. This this is not even a can where it just got words on it. No, this is a big ass gorilla on it that's safe in big white bold letters. Gorilla motherfucking glue spray, and you gonna use it anyway, bruh, <laughs> bruh. Either you did this for views, you really not here in the head, or you just dumb as fuck. That's that's just how I'm looking at that. Cause I I I've been I've been around enough women. Whether that be older than me, slightly younger than me, but I don't care. Whether that be family, friends, or other, I've been around enough women to know that they ain't that damn slow to put no, to put no damn gorilla. And listen here, I've seen the stiffest of stiff, bruh. Ain't no way in hell they about to put no damn gorilla glue. What? Oh man, you that was some clownery shit right there. Then, then here's the tragic, here's the tra- here's the other, here's the other clown, right? And 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 rest in peace to him and 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 condolences to his family before I go into this. But Nashville man, right? I I seen Charlemagne give this man dog again today, and I had to give him clown today because y'all YouTubers gonna y'all YouTubers who be doing these pranks, y'all gonna fucking learn. Y'all are going to fucking learn. And this incident right here should be a learning lesson. 
So YouTube prank YouTubers do a prank, right? This Nashville man is a YouTuber, young YouTuber. Him and his boy or whatever roll up on some people and do a prank of them robbing somebody. Now, if you are a, a, a part of the technological social media age like I am, you know how these pranks go on YouTube, right? Somebody videotapes it and then it's acting like it's a prank or it's acting like it's serious and you're not telling the person that it's a prank. And then it goes viral and then someone, I was like, oh, it's a prank. Like, you know, you got some people that say like, it's a prank. Can I do this on you? Yada, yada, yada. But that, that rarely happens when it comes to the YouTube era of pranks. This one right here was not one of those. It, it was one of those things where, yeah, he didn't run up to him and say, hey, this is a prank. I'm about to do this for views. I got you. No. He ran up to a car. This YouTuber from Nashville ran up to a car and tried to prank Rob. I don't know how you prank Rob, but you prank, quote unquote, prank Rob somebody. And the man shot his ass to death. The man he was prank robbing shot him because he feared for his life. Now, in that instance, absolutely. You better claim self-defense and he better not get no goddamn gym time. Because you know what? It's been too many of you fake-ass YouTube prankers and influencers who've been sitting here doing this bullshit and thinking it's cute until something like this happens to a Nashville or a young Nashville YouTuber who now gets killed. Now, now his family going to be looking like, oh, my God, why did you shoot my son? Because your son, rest in peace and condolences to you and your family. But your son was being idiotic and stupid for fucking views. Now, I want y'all to go on uh, to Hulu. There's this new documentary that's out literally, literally. Because I asked y'all, and, and this is one of the things I wanted to get into. I asked y'all, I asked people, do you buy your fucking followers? Because it's possible. You understand what I'm saying? Me being in the game that I am, I see how y'all play this shit. You feel me? Now, I'm not saying some of your shit ain't organic. Of course it is. But to say y'all niggas ain't bought followers, stop playing. Right? So, when you YouTubers are doing pranks and shit, when you influencers, quote unquote, want to do pranks on people just for views and likes, and then the retaliation from the person you're doing it on goes haywire then what because now this is a then what this situation with this nashville young man getting shot is now a then what because if i was the judge and we go on the court i'm ruling in the man who got who 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 you was robbing i'm going with him because your stupid ass rest in peace again condolences to your family your stupid ass shouldn't have been doing what the fuck you were doing but of course you wanted to do it for views. But now the parents are probably going to oh my baby. Yes, your baby. But your baby was being dumb. Be less like, let's be, let's be. And I don't think we actually have those conversations enough. Like nobody wants to lose their child. Like that, that's not a that's not a thing that I'm saying, and that's not a thing I want people to take away from that. But we also have to sit here and be honest and say, like, my nigga, these are grown-ups. And they are choosing to do this. This is not the first time something like this has happened. It has been multiple times, and I've talked about it on my podcast for years, that influencers love to fake it. And this is the problem with faking shit. It's faking shit will bring you back to fucking reality. Hello? You prank robbing somebody. First of all, there is no prank in robbing somebody because I would have done the same fucking. I would have shot you right in the damn chest. You, 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 you coming for me and my also rap. You don't prank nobody like that. Or if you do, you you literally give them a heads up. 
Because if there's no heads up, your ass is grass. And that's real shit. You don't do shit like that. You don't. So, like I said, condolences and rest in peace to him. But it's sick. Like, that's 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 really fucked up. That's that's really, whew, really fucked up, man. Uh, so let's talk. Um, let's talk Black History Month real quick. So, of course, with my birthday being February first, it is also the kickoff to um, probably one of my most interesting months of the year. Um, and I say that because people know me as saying that I particularly don't like Black History Month for a lot of reasons, right? And um, I, it continues, this year continues to literally uh, kind of state my case in that, right? Now, I, not to, now, this is not to say I don't like the premise of what Black History Month is supposed to be or what it entails or what it was supposed supposed to do exactly right uh we had a negro history week and then we turned it into a you know a a black history month however as morgan freeman said right and i agree with him wholeheartedly um do white people want a white history month when you are literally celebrating your history 365 days a year don't minimize my history to 28 days i will always forever feel that way do not minimize my history to 28 days do not minimize the history of my ancestors and then cultivate that right as teaching the people for just 28 days and then going about your business because that is where i sit in black history month now what I do love about Black History Month is the evolution of what Black History Month has been over the years. I've been vocal and I've done, uh, I remember doing a seminar on Black History Month and why I didn't like it, right? And ever since I did that, I've seen the, the, the kind of evolution of people really embracing Black culture. Black people embracing their own culture as black people here in America. You understand what I'm saying? Um, Different black people from different cultures embracing their culture, right? Um, And being Americans as well, right? So it was just like, all right, I'm seeing all of my people really just embodying what we used to do back um, when our grandparents and our parents were alive you understand being in solitude being in solidarity uh, i'm sorry not solitude but in being in solidarity being together understanding that we are kings and queens yes we continuously have to grow and yes we all have our flaws yes as a community we have our flaws and each culture has their own but the fact that we can continue to grow through through strife and through struggle and through pain and through trial and tribulation, that is the essence of and beauty of black history. You understand what I'm saying? And so I've seen that transition over the years of people celebrating black history every day, right? And for me, celebrating my history every day is looking in the mirror and saying, King, you are, you are it, right? Continuing to... Uh, watch documentaries, watch docu-series, read up on different um, black leaders, not just the big three of Black History Month, right? Um, Martin, uh, Martin, Malcolm, and Rosa, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or Harriet, right? I'm sorry, the big, we, could, we could call them the big foe, right? Uh, the Fantastic Four, right? Harriet, uh, Rosa, Martin, and Malcolm, you know what I'm saying? Um, but learning more, and I think this is why um, personally, if, edu- if the educational systems don't change by the time I have kids, um, it is high consideration uh, that I will homeschool my kids because I want them to not only get the education of white America, this America, 
but also get the education of our culture. You understand, as black people, what happened when our ancestors got here in chains and slavery? You understand what I'm saying? So that means I have to do my part in reading every day and doing my part and making sure that I'm understanding my culture and understanding my heritage every day. I The thing about it is so many of us want to understand our culture for 28 days and then be done. That's always been my problem. We always want to sit here and listen. I had to change my way of thinking, too, because I'm like, hold up. Not to say I celebrate Black History Month, you know, or anything like that, because I, I love my black history. But why do we only celebrate Black History Month for real as a culture for 28 days and then we go back to like doing our own thing? I always had I always looked at myself like, why do we do that? Why do I do that? Right. And so I had to change that. I had to change that personally for me. Right. And so that meant going into new uh, reading up on Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, um, reading up on or uh, 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 looking at uh, black documentaries of, of women before Rosa Parks who were doing civil rights. You understand what I'm saying? Understanding that women were the backbone, black women were the backbone of the civil rights era. Like, yes, men, we were doing our thing, but without your women behind you, honestly, you, come on now, let's, let, let me not go there. But, okay, so it was the fact that I had to really, if I'm going to practice what I'm preaching, I have to literally practice you understand what I'm saying? Watch, learn, assess the history of my people, right? So it was so many documentaries, you know, um, so many docuseries, so many um, uh, things that I read, you know, that continue to read, continue to watch. So in in this Black History Month, um, I think I want us to, I know for me, I'm going to continue just not on this month, but just period. And I want more people to, uh, more of our people. I don't really care about any any other uh, other people, but like in, in the sense of us learning our history, I want our people to learn our history. You know, at the, at the speed that you need, that you want to learn your history, you don't have to learn it. You know, you know, right now. But it's like it's, it's documentaries out here. You know, HBO has a great series between the 60s and the 2000s. And every episode gives you a breakdown of what was going on. And let me tell you, the 60s, when it came to civil rights and everything, like they broke that down to a T. That is on HBO Max. I might go back and watch because it was just so real and so vivid, right? And And shout out to people colorizing the pictures of Martin Luther King of all of our black historians during the civil rights era because that black and white shit was getting on my goddamn nerves <laughs> Jesus now that our people got some color because we fine as hell and y'all not just gonna keep putting us in black and fucking white and gray and shit I'm, I, was, I was tired of it so the restoration of the color in those pictures, I said, now that looks vivid. Okay? That right there is a vivid photo. That right there, I, come on now. Because I knew it just didn't look all pale and gray and shit. Like, I'm tired of seeing that shit. Every year, I feel like we do better when it comes to black history, learning, and, and extending our knowledge to black history. So... I just say in this month, um, continue, um, I, I just say in this month, as just just learn more, right? Choose somebody to learn more about. Choose a topic to learn more about, you know? Um, our history is amazing, man. You know, we're, we're, we're kings and queens. We're gods, you know? Um, I know some of us act like peasants sometimes, you know, but we have to understand uh, that we are kings, queens, gods, royalty, period, Um and once we understand that as a people, whether we get a, you know, whether we like each other or not, respect is that, uh, respect is what we need. So love, love to all y'all. Um, Chloe Bailey versus the Instagram nation, you know, um, 
So Chloe Bailey from Chloe and Haley um, has really been acting up on the social medias. And I don't even want to say acting up in the sense where she's just been acting up. But no, she literally has come into her home, right? She's a grown woman. Uh, she, she really got that viral attention from when she did the Busted Challenge. Now, I ain't even going to lie. I'm like, nah, baby, you got a lot of cake back there. Good Lord. What is going on, right? Like, it, like me and my girlfriend were like, what the heck? She got, what? I'm like, yo, that was crazy. So then there was a video that came around where her walking in her room with her panties on. And I'm like, what? Oh, my God. Wow. You acting up. <laughs> And I remember, I'm like, whoa! I know, I know her DMs were going crazy, and I know her DMs has been going crazy. The thing is, people have been criticizing her, and it has to be women. <laughs> huh? Now, I've been seeing a lot of men and women criticizing her. The thing is, I've been seeing a lot more women, particularly black women, criticizing her. And what she's been doing. Oh, she's just doing this for views. And oh, she's just doing this for likes. And oh, she's just, you know, just trying to strive for attention and shit like that. First of all, you're, you tweeting that is striving for fucking attention. Shut the fuck up. Have, let, okay. Let's, let's keep, let's keep this a whole motherfucking beat. Chloe and Haley have been literally out here grinding and doing their thing for the last, what, five, six years? Making that bread, doing what they got to do, being on shows and shit like that. You feel me? Dropping albums, dropping singles, number ones and shit like that. And y'all mad? That baby girl? And then I know what I told my girlfriend is, now that Haley has her own Instagram what people are going to do now is really categorize them as, oh, Haley is the cute one, cute CEO, you know, love, you know, never does anything wrong type girl. And then Chloe will be like the, oh, she a little ratchet because she, she doing the silhouette challenge and, you know, she's shaking her ass on camera. Man, first of all, let's say this. Half of y'all women who are saying all this type of shit about her, low key, High key would do that shit for less. You probably do that shit for less. Hmm. Huh? Yeah, that's what I thought. You do that shit for less, bro. So why the... For what? She a grown-ass woman. She can do what the fuck she want to do. Now, you ain't got to agree, but that... Obviously, the fact that you viewed it, and I always say this, you don't got to agree with what the fuck I got to say or what you got to see. But the fact that you clicked on my shit, you are a viewer, whether you like it or not. Hey, thank you. We got a view. Peace out, my nigga. Your opinion don't fucking matter because she's still getting a check. You probably still at home suck. Never mind. But it's, it's not my business. It's not my business. You feel me? It's not my business. Chloe, you do you. You keep doing you. Haley, you keep doing you. Y'all keep being beautiful. They grown, bro. What y'all thought they was going to be Chloe and Haley for? I, I don't like when y'all want to just put these Disney kids or these um, these these child actors who were children stars for so long in a box. Bro, they're grown. They've been under a microscope in the, in the public eye for years. Under your watch. Right? And y'all think y'all are investing our private eye. And really, y'all ain't shit but a saint. Listen, y'all the same people that be sleeping up with married men and women. Huh? The same ones out here catching COVID. But y'all want to talk shit. Sit y'all disease having asses down and go take a test. Fuck out of here, bro. Like, whichever, man, leave, leave these women alone. Y'all always got some shit to say and it always got to be the fake you know, it got to be the fake media and shit like that. Like, Instagram, Twitter. Like, y'all, listen, y'all not going to pull up on these women that say this shit. But we know y'all just want to say shit. And that shit is just hilarious to me. So, 
Yeah, y'all can shut the fuck up. Uh, little Uzi. Little Uzi. Lord have mercy. Now, he was low-key gonna get clowned on the week for this shit. But <laughs> he was low-key gonna be the third one. But um, I, I'm gonna let Lula Uzi slide. You know, because uh, obviously he wanted to be um, Vision from WandaVision and, and, you know, the Marvel movies. I wonder if that thing shoot out, you know, I wonder if that thing is, is the new Infinity Stone. I wonder if it shoot out some powers or something like a laser. You know, but um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Little Uzi just posted or posted on his Instagram over the weekend that uh, he got a $24 million pink diamond uh, pinned to his forehead. Uh, my man's is really, really out here looking like Vision. Um with his third eye, uh, and listen, uh, you know, you, you do what you do, you know, um, and yeah, like, I don't don't know what to say about this right here, uh, it, it just looks so fucking dumb, like, it just, I, listen, it's not my business. Like it's, it's <laughs> oh man, like twenty four million dollars for a pink diamond. When you nah, bro. I'm sorry. Now, not not with twenty four. Maybe and maybe you invested in something, you know. But you don't you don't strike me as the kind of investor. But you might be. Hey, you might you you might shut me the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you got it. you got it. You know you got it. You know, maybe that that I don't really care if you cry. Money is still long. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's just still long. I don't, I don't know. You know, that's I don't know, y'all. I don't know. You know but hey, hope you heal up fast. You know, cause that shit look like it hurt. You know, just all on your forehead. Like how how like what was the process like? You know, I want to know what the process was like. What what? How long did it take? You know what? What did they did they staple that shit on? Did they pinch it on? Like how you? I don't know. Like that just wow. That's interesting. But <laughs> we're gonna take a five minute break and we'll be back. This is the Opinion Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode one fifty eight, and we'll be back in five. What's going on, everybody? We are back. We are back with the Opinion Brother. We are back with the Opinion Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. Um, and we're in the PNA talk of the week, but before we get into that, uh, I forgot to mention my MVPs of the week. Shout out to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, for winning the Super Bowl uh, last night, um, thirty-one to nine. Uh, I did not expect um, that to go that way. Now I did expect Tom Brady to win, and win by a comeback margin sense right um to win in the or a close margin right i was maybe like a 41 30 something or maybe 41 40 something like over there you know uh but to see how dominant um the bucks were on defense was crazy you know you stopped a a magnificent offense in the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, maybe I'm, you got all you got mad mad soldiers over there, mad so and y'all neutralized them. Adamicus Sue coming from you know Detroit and shit, you know the boss got a ring. Ah oh, man, shout out to you Sue. I know you've been you've been wanting that for a minute, bro. So so shout out to you. But to have you. It must be good to be Tom Brady, my nigga, because you have more Super Bowls, okay? So you have more Super Bowl wins than any franchise in the fucking league. Like, run that back. You have more Super Bowls, wins, rings, than any fucking franchise in NFL. Whether you like Tom Brady or not, he's the he he to go. Whether you like him or not, he to go. To for you to go six rings with the Patriots, right? And as a Pats fan, right, um, I did not like their season this year. You feel me? Um, 
but I was more of a Tom Brady fan than the Pats fan, more, you know, for the players than the Pats, but I love Bill Belichick. Um, in a sense, and then you go to Tampa Bay, Florida of all places, and you win? You bring in. Gronk, Gronk said, you know what, TB? I see you there. Okay, I'm still training and whatnot. I, I, I think I got a few more in me. You let me come back for a few meals. All right, bet. A B, A B. Like, listen, I know I've been a headache, but you know, let me just let me let me let me come back because that's the only place that's gonna take A B right now. I'm telling you, it's the only place. And then you go get um, another another dude. I forgot his name. But what? And y'all win? Tampa. I mean, let me get the round of applause for you. You did your thing. You did your thing. You did your thing. Shout out to the MVPs of the week, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, let's get into the opinion topic of the week. Uh, wow. Um, I have been fighting this thing called depression for a minute now. Um, and... I know when I'm affected by it because it starts to affect me in so many areas, whether that be personally, professionally, um, it starts to affect, right? And you somewhat at some time have to face that shit face to face, right? And um, for a long time, I didn't understand how depressed I was, right? I've, I've been in depressive moments I've, I've 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 had my battles with depression in the past um and i've always known that every time i elevate the devil always tries to come and kick my ass back down but it, it never happens that way uh he tries he tries very very hard but it, it never because i always elevate right and so um this time was no different and it felt like i was I it felt like not only the devil was kicking my ass, but I felt like I was kicking my own ass. You know what I'm saying? Um, and not in a good way, right? Uh, when I moved to New York, it was a lot of tears, a lot of soaking, a lot of just like, yo, you know, of, of course applying for jobs, but, you know, really being down, depressed, and, you know, um, really just not being myself in a sense right um and if you know me you knew that right um i was trying to find my way back right and and, and what i didn't give myself myself time to do was to um really transition um and not even just transition but really just understand where i was right because if you follow my story um you know, I was supposed to go to Colorado. Colorado didn't fall through because of an ex-friend's mishap and uh, because he didn't handle himself accordingly. And so that almost sent me into an enraged, well, it did send me into an enraged state in which I, I really was just like, okay, I shifted my whole life from Grand Rapids over to Colorado. And now you're telling me that this is not happening a week before we have to leave. Um, okay, that was like, you know, strike one. Now, my best friend moving me to New York was a bless, a bigger blessing in disguise, right? Because I moved so quickly. But I think because I moved so quickly, it also took a toll on me, right? It was like the shit happened on a Tuesday. My best friend hits me up on a Wednesday. I tell her on a Wednesday, she 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 tells me I'm coming to get you on a Friday. I'm out of there by Friday. No cap. I'm going by, like, I don't even have a chance to kick it with my boys for real, hang out with them, chill with them, nothing. Like, is it? This is done. You're going to New York, my nigga. And so if you didn't know the story for real, um, you know, you would have thought that I just, you know, came out here. You knew I was moving and I moved to New York. No. And that's not how everything went. And so when I moved out here, um, it was hard. You know, it's still tough. Like, it's not even a joke. It's tough as fuck out here. 
right? And at first, I really thought New York was going to chew me up, spit me out, and feed me to the wolves. I didn't really think I had the backbone for this shit. I'm going to keep it a bean with y'all. Like, I really didn't. For a, for a minute, for about a couple months, I really did not feel like I had the backbone to withstand it out here. I'm on, I'm, I'm, like, look at it from my view. I'm all alone, right? My best friend, she's working, she's out of, she's out of town or whatever. I'm all alone in this apartment. I don't know nobody. You understand what I'm saying? And I just got to work with what I got. I got to, I really have to work off my faith moves, right? I have to now trust in God, right? Not just have faith in him, but trust in God, which trust is my word for 2021 too. We'll get into that. But now I have to trust in him. But because I'm so scared of, 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 of this, right? Because I'm so scared of, of where I am and what the hell is going on, I'm like, yo, what the hell? Right? Like, what, what the fuck? What the fuck? So I'm reverting back to my old habits. Right? I'm, ver- I'm reverting back to old habits, you know? And to say it wasn't, it wasn't easy. That's, that's an understatement, you know? Um... And not to say blessings weren't coming here and there, you know, um, because they were. They were. But I could tell that in my work ethic professionally and in my ability to do what I needed to do and knowing that I needed to switch things up coming here, right? Because now I'm a big fish in a big pond. Right now, I'm a podcaster amongst thousands of podcasters. Right, right. I'm not just the the the. I don't want to say the lone podcaster in West Michigan, but you know, one of the voices to listen to while I was out there. Right, and so um, now I'm in the media capital of the world where I wanted to be all my life. And the thing was that I didn't, I didn't believe that I was ready for this. You know, I didn't believe I was ready for this. Honestly, like, let, let's keep it a whole. I, I was not, I was not in, there was half of me that said, all right, bro, you ready. But then there was half of me that said, bro, I don't think you're going to make it. Like that, that, that was the split. And in that little and in that crevice in that half space depression started to mount right and so i started to really get depressed about me not being able to do the Devontae's world podcast me not being able to uh podcast the way i want to me you know covid still happening me not doing or going to see my my family for the holidays like not it was a lot of shit that combinated right and then the 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 added on, I'm transitioning out of school, right? Because a lot of people didn't understand that. I have a master's, my nigga, right? I just got it in April, not too long ago. I just got it in April. So literally the transition out of school, that post, that post-grad depression, if you are in school and you've graduated, Trust me, you know about it. And if you're not and you listen to me, anybody who has graduated will tell you post depre- post graduation depression is real. Now it, it, it's different for, for different people, but it's so real. It's so real. And so um I I'm dealing with I to deal with that. Dealing with that too. So much on my plate. And I felt like I, I, I was like, yo, I, I, to say I've, I've, to say like I've thought about like, yo, I just want to be done with this earth, like, like what the fuck, you know, like, and that's what depression, you know, is sinking in, you know, when you start to have those thoughts of not wanting to be here. Because everything that you're feeling or everything that you're going through is just like, okay, this is, I'm over this, right? I still want to be alive in the sense, but I don't want to be here on this earth. And then sometimes I didn't want to be alive because it will make me feel like that, right? Keeping my blinds closed and, 
keeping the, you know, like, and my girlfriend would sit there and be like, babe, can I open the box? I'm like, nah, I'm, not, I'm nocturnal. I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to see the sun. And the crazy thing is the sun gives me energy. And I know that, right? I know that about me. Is that when I get out in the sun, it's a wrap. When it's a clear sky, blue day, I don't care if I'm in the house or outside. I'm opening up the blinds, it's lit. My blinds stay open. So I knew something was wrong with me. When my blinds are completely closed and I don't want to see shit. When I really just want to stay in the house. Not even to say for the sake of COVID, but just just for the sake of shit. Right? I just don't want to see nobody. I don't want to. I don't want to be around nobody. I'm not around my friends. I'm not around my mom. I'm not around the the, the people that I really love. Right? I'm I'm having so many transitions right now that it's scary, and and, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. And so, you know, enjoying my birthday, right? Of course. And that was the one time where I was like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm taking all of this. Shit. I'm, I'm getting out the country, not out the country, but out the state. I need to get out the state. And that was the first recharge that I needed, right? Because New York was like, okay, this is a new home. It's not touristy in my mind anymore. This is new home, right? This is new home. So we have to get a job. We have to do this. Da, 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 da. Make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure. I'm trying to just do it all. When I got to my birthday, my girlfriend was like, chill, relax, no. And even though she got sick, she was still like that. And so that was my recharge moment. And I remember coming in um, to my bathroom, looking in my mirror. And I looked at myself and I, and I just talked to myself. And I think I remember the conversation. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what the fuck? I'm talking to myself mirror to mirror, face to face, man to man, right? And this is real, real shit. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you being so hard on yourself? Want to feel sorry for yourself? Want to feel down for yourself? But then you don't want to do the work. Because there's so, there's so many things that I know I can accomplish right now. So much that I put on the back burner because of this, because of that. Shit that I really could control. And I'm literally sitting here, there's nothing that I can't control. I'm over it, yada, yada, yada. And I just was like, this not me. Who the fuck are you? And I said, motherfucker, you better get your dumb ass up. I, to myself. Okay. Now, if you know, I talk like this, right? When I talk to my friends, it's like that. Like, not dumbass, but like, yo, it's like, it's real. Because I'm not about to sit here and sugarcoat it with me, right? So I'm in the mirror like, nigga, you got all the talent in the fucking world. You have everything that you need in this house to be great, and you just sitting here soaking Oh, because the rent too high, shit like that. You have a, you have a, you have a best friend who is working it out with you. So what the fuck are you complaining about? Oh, I don't have no money. And really, the the heart of my depression was finances, not being able to do what I want and need to do, and really being able to sit here. And receive the way I needed to receive and the way that I've been giving for so long. Because I hate to receive. People who love to give hate to receive. That, that's just real. Right? And I don't want to say hate to receive, but we don't like it for real. We don't know it for real. Right? And for me to receive, for me to ask, it is like a pit in my stomach. Right? It's like my heart drops and it's like, isn't it? But you know how many people spoke into my life over these past few months, right? And this is why I love and I shout out my prayer warriors, whether they are from afar, and I know they're from afar too, whether they're from afar or from up close. I love each and every single one of y'all because y'all prayers keep me going. You understand what I'm saying? It gets me out of those funks. It literally lifts me up. 
It's my friends who literally speak life into me. It's my girlfriend. Let me, let me, let me, let me hype her up real quick because this is the first ever girlfriend that I've had, period, who spoke life into me. What? And this ain't for no play play. I know when it's for play play and I know when it's for real. When you can speak life into me and speak it so vividly that I see it is real. I know it. And that's how she speaks to me. You are a king, baby. That's how she says to me. You are a king. I'm so proud of you. What? Not to say any of my exes haven't done that, but the way... How she does it, how she, yo. And so when you have people like that, yo, this depression got to get the fuck on. You feel me? When you have people who want to see you in my brothers, my family, my mom, my grandma, my auntie, my cousins, you know, my friends, my family on this side, my girlfriend. Like when you have people in your corner that want to see you win and you are now the one stopping, you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, okay, my nigga, it's you and me. Okay, we we're done. We're done. We're done soaking. Depression, you can get the fuck on. And sometimes you got to reaffirm yourself and be like, the devil doesn't live here. Okay? And 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 you got to give, you know, you got to give a hand clap a little bit to the devil. Be like, oh, huh, you got, you, that was cute. You had me. <laughs> but that's it. I thank you, though. Because that built me up a lot of strength to now know what to do and how to block your stupid ass. You understand what I'm saying? You had me, right? But I elevated. You forgot. You forgot who I was, my nigga. Sometimes I forgot who I was. <laughs> but now I remember. Now I know. You know? Now I know. And it was a situation with a former employer of mine, right? Um... My former employer now. Um, that it really taught me the essence and the value of what I because here's the thing, and this amount and this equated to my depression too, is that I sometimes dim my light and shine for others, for others, to assist others. And then when shit goes left, it fizzes out, you realize the light that you had. And now that light for me is shining brighter now because I know what I can do. I know what I can bring, right? I wrote on my Facebook, I was like, yo, I know what I can bring to businesses. I'm dope. I'm, 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 I'm sweet as fuck. You feel what I'm saying? I'm that shit. But it taught me like the shit that I can do for you, I can do for myself. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and the crazy part is I wasn't doing it for myself, right? The shit that I was doing for my former employer, I wasn't doing for me, right? And I'm just like, I thought about it during my revelation. I was like, hold up. We can do this. It can happen. You got it. You got the person. Not, stop playing with me. So it was just like depression is a fight. And it can sometimes kick your ass. Listen, it can kick your ass up and down, but you better get your ass back up and rumble with that motherfucker. Shit, I am. I'm not even saying that I'm completely over it, but today, yesterday, was the day that we said no more to sit here soaking and sitting here being sad about, you know, what I can't con fucking control. If I can't control it, I have to just give it to God and let it go. Yeah, it's going to put me, my anxiety may be high about it or whatever, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Let it, let it go. Let it go. Depression is a bitch. And I want anybody to know out there who's battling it right now that I am here for you. I am praying for you. And you will get through it. Because we going to get through it. Trust me. 
I said I done been here for the last what? September, well, August, September, October, November, December, January, February. I've been here for the last six months. I don't think there's. I don't think I'm, I'm leaving right now. I don't think it's my time to leave. And I think this was already faith-based and God meant and God sent. So whatever he has planned for me is already going. It's already in fruition. It's time to now, in the words of my, of my good friend, Albert D. Foster, it's time to switch up the formula. So that's what your boy is doing. We got to switch it up. So listen, depression is a bitch, but kick that bitch's ass. You feel what I'm saying? That's it. That's it. Uh, I love you guys. I'm out of here. Uh, y'all be good. Have a great, great week. We will see y'all on Thursday um, for another T.O.B. After Dark episode, of course. Uh, make sure that you guys are following us on all the streaming platforms. We're everywhere, of course. You can also follow me um, and subscribe to us through my website at com forward slash T-O-B pod. You can find all the streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, all of those there on our website. You can click whichever um, streaming platform that you listen to for podcasts and subscribe to us there. Um, Yeah, that's about it. All right. I love you guys. Peace, love, and hair grease. Like I said, I'll see y'all on Thursday. Have a great, great week.